When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Running the option on first down. Hagan has it. He has Rome. He's got one man to beat. Now he pitches to Flanagan, and he may take it all the way. Flanagan's in for the touchdown. McKinley Wright from the logo. Got it! Oh, McKinley Wright. Welcome into the DMVR Buffs podcast presented by the American Raptors. I'm Henry Chisholm. Um, so, we're going to keep going with some of our position previews. The Buffs did start camp. I'm not up there to actually talk to anybody. Um, sounds like they did have like an open period at the beginning of, of one of the practices. Um, again, I was not there for that, so I can't uh, really talk all that much about it. Um, we are still in the process of figuring out who is going to be in charge of DMVR buffs going forward. Um, I, I'm not super involved in that process. I know that there have been interviews and that sort of thing. Um, hopefully that's figured out soon, especially, I mean, we're only a few weeks away from the season starting. Um, but there isn't much of an update that I can give you except for they're looking and there have been interviews and um, I think everybody's pretty surprised that, at least I am, that there hasn't been somebody chosen yet. Um, but again, like at some point soon, I'm sure that will be all figured out and then this podcast will be uh, honestly in a little bit better shape because there will be somebody who... Again, like it's their full time job to be thinking about these things. Meanwhile, I'm out at Broncos practice six days a week, and there's podcasts after and writing do after, and there isn't time to be, you know, getting up to Boulder or even digging all that deep into everything that's going on. Um, but we're going to keep talking about some of these position previews, which I know isn't exactly what you're looking for right now, but it's what I can do. Um, just as we continue to try to patch this gap. Uh, we're moving on to the defense today. Uh, in particular, we're going with the secondary. Um, there's some interesting stuff happening back there. Obviously, Mark Perry's gone. Christian Gonzalez's gone. Makai Blackman's gone. A lot of, a lot of players who could potentially be on the field, which is, you know, a fun situation, especially when so many of them are so young. Um, but also, 
it's it's easy to see how this secondary could struggle this season. You know, Trevor Woods is probably your free safety. He's a freshman. Uh, right? Was he? No, he, I think he played enough games. He's he'll count as a sophomore this year. Um, but Nico Reed, he'll be a sophomore. Kayla Moore, another one of these true sophomores. Um, the the bulk of this secondary is going to be very young, and you just have to hope that they're they're ready to go. Um, and at the very least, you know you're getting good reps for them as they, you know, get get ready for next year and and beyond. So, in general, just like big picture with the secondary, if if this is a middle of the Pac-12 type of of secondary, that's probably a pretty good result. I think that's something you could be happy with. And I think that's probably true of a lot of position groups on this team. Um, but I also don't think that's out of the realm of, the po- of possibility. I think there's obviously some upside too. So, I guess we might as well just dig in. We'll start with the cornerbacks. So, I mentioned Nico Reed, Kalen Moore. Those guys are kind of at the forefront of this competition, along with Nigel Bethel, who... You know, I think on the roster, he's a junior. Those two are sophomores. But, like, then you remember it's a redshirt junior, so there's actually a full year in between. And then there's the COVID year, which is another full year in between. And all of a sudden, you remember, like, sure, he's a junior, they're sophomores. He's three years older than than those guys, which is just a weird thing that happens in football now. But he he's tough to place. Um you know, you saw a lot of good things from Kalen, and, and in particular, Nico. Like, Kalen was great. Nico has a pretty special skill set, like some special traits with the speed and all that. And that's why, you know, he was he was on the Pac-12 preseason honorable mention list. Um, so he, he wasn't on the first or second all-Pac-12 preseason team, but he was honorable mention, and it's because of those traits. Um, because of that, that's, that's something that... It's probably a tiebreaker between those two at the very least. And if push comes to shove, I'd be surprised if if Nico Reed doesn't get more playing time than Kalen Moore. Um, Nigel Bethel, though, he was there at the beginning of the season when the defense was was really good. Um, toward the end, you know, it kind of dropped off a little bit, in part because you the injuries to guys like Nigel Bethel. Um, and so Nigel was drawing... A little bit easier assignments than these two were. He had a lot more help and support from the guys around him just because there's so much talent around him, but also the results that he provided were much better. And when you combine that with the uh, just the, the experience that he has, the extra couple of years in the program, I think I think he winds up being your, your number one corner. Um, this is one of those battles that is going to be fun to watch during camp. Um, it, it could be Nigel. It could be Nico. It could be Kalen. It could be Torin Pittman, who played safety but flipped over to corner. Um, you know, six foot two, six foot three, something like that. Uh, crazy long, really good special teams player, and could flourish now that he's made this change. And he's another one of these sophomores. I think a year older though than Kalen Moore, and Nico Reed. It's like a sophomore, but with that, that COVID year too. So those four are, to me, are they in their own tier? I think 
I think you probably have to look at it as Nigel, Nico, and Kalen. They're in the top tier. Then you've got Torn Pittman in this next tier. And and well, and then you have the four true freshmen. And they're all very talented. It's tough to really separate who should be ahead of the others. Um, but I don't think they're that far behind Torn Pittman. Especially, you know, like a, a Jason Oliver, Josh Wiggins, guys who are actually on campus this spring and have a little bit of experience under their belts. Um, but I don't necessarily think that those are the guys who are going to finish ahead of the the other two, um, the other two true freshmen. That's all wide open. But if you're making bets, you would you would probably lean toward the guys who at least have that little bit more experience. Plus, Josh Wiggins was making some plays too. You know, he was he was one of the names with some buzz around it, um, with uh, just kind of throughout that that spring camp. Um, so if you wanted to, you might be able to actually say like he and Torin Pittman are together. You can make the case that Torin Pittman should be lower down on this list that he is more of a special teams player. But to me, he just has so many tools that he has to be in this conversation. It's always a little bit scary with the position change. Somebody who wasn't on the field before. You know, it's one thing when. Um, let's see, do we have a good example? You know, Mark Perry. You know, Mark Perry's playing some uh, star, but then they move him to safety, which is a similar position. But they make that change, and you think, oh, well, I mean, they, they must think he's good at it because he was flashing some things when he was playing in the slot behind Davion Taylor. Um, when, when you're changing from a position where you weren't successful, you know, it does kind of feel like it's more of a, yeah, this isn't working. Got to try something new. And not necessarily... You know this this could work, but we think we can find something that's even better. So that part of it does maybe turn you off a little. But then you just remember the tools, and you remember what we've seen from him um, when when he was playing special teams. It's a lot a lot easier to get excited about um, when you just kind of go back through and watch what he was able to do on the punt team, on the kick team, team all that. Um, I think that. You know, this this Nigel Bethel, Nico Reed, Kalen Moore grouping, that's probably the, the your top three. Like, those are the guys who are on the field. Um, Nico Reed probably in the slot would be my guess. Um, although, you know, they use that star position. Who knows if they're going to be trying to put uh, more linebackers in there, more safeties in there, whatever. To me, though, I think that that's a little bit heavier favorite than maybe I gave credit for during the spring. Um... Although Torn Pittman again, just that wild card, like that size on the boundary, that could absolutely win out. Um, so there we go. Simeon Harris, Keyshawn Mills, Jason Oliver, Josh Wiggins. Who knows? They're all they're all competing. Any of them could could crack the, the rotation early on, or even grab a starting spot later in the season. Um, but early on, I do think that. You saw enough from Nico Reed, Kalen Moore, Nigel Bethel to say there, there's a lot of question marks on this team. Let's let's go with some high upside guys who played pretty well last year and not really push our luck at this position. Um, we're going to talk about safeties in a second. Real quick, though, Breckenridge Brewery is awesome. Um, you know, I haven't had a lot of time to be drinking beer recently, um, but I guess when you get the opportunity, you just got to run with it. So this weekend, Sunday's off. Sunday's the one-off day. Um, maybe some Strawberry Sky? 
it's always strawberry sky in the summer and it's like 50 50 strawberry sky uh in like the rest of the year uh you've got like the, the new hard seltzers from breckenridge you've got all the different you know seltzers the lemonade seltzers the just normal seltzers um you really can't go wrong and then you have all the classics the vanilla porter jr avalanche amber ale juice drop all that stuff um get on to breckbrew.com and go to the beer locator put in your zip code it'll tell you what beers you can find near you uh also DraftKings sportsbook um DraftKings is a lot of fun um especially on the weekends you know you get a day off just make a bunch of bets really big parlay all that sort of stuff football is almost back until then there's still some awesome options though um Right now, if you sign up, your first bet will be risk-free up to $1,000. So the way it works is, you know, you log in, you put in whatever you want to put in your account. Um, it could be 10 bucks, it could be thousands, whatever. Um, but your first bet, you will get a, uh, a a free bet if that doesn't hit. So like if you bet $300, you miss your bet, then you get a $300 free bet. If you hit it, then you wind up just getting a bunch of money. So it's a really cool way to start things off. Um, again, that's at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you use the code DMVR, um, must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, risk-free bet paid out in the form of a non-withdrawable free bet token, max $1,000. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. And... Your DraftKings pick of the week. Um, let's see, where do we go here? Take the Colorado over three. I feel like that's topical, first of all. Um, but yeah, I mean, Colorado over three wins this year. The reason I like it, honestly, is because three's a push. So if, if you get four, you win. Five, obviously, you also win. But three, and you get your money back. Two, one zero don't even want to think about that then you lose the money um but the fact that you can get your money back if they win three games like that feels like a steal and without getting too deep into like the buffs and the schedule and all that stuff really anytime you can get a college football team with three as a push you should just take that um and this is one of those times uh finally want to give a shout out to our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group. Uh, Green Mountain Dental is, it's it's been a partner for as long as I've been here. You know, it's been at least five years that they've been um, working with us. Um, over those years, we've had a bunch of different listeners reach out and tell us that they're now their permanent family dentist. Um, the, you know, they talked about the great experience, um, just how good they are at their job. And they like, of course, that they're all Denver sports fans out there. So you just want to hang out with people you get along with. Easy to do at Green Mountain Dental Group. Um, if you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush. Just tweet at us when you go there so that we know. And uh, make sure you like tag us, tag them, all that sort of stuff. Because um, that helps us out. Obviously helps them out too. And remember, get a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental. And you'll receive a free Sonicare toothbrush. It's an Awesome deal, so get in on that. All right. Um, the safeties. So, this is, uh, you know, Isaiah Lewis has one of those jobs. 
and that part is set in stone. There's there's basically no way he doesn't have a starting job. Um, odds are they'll keep him at strong safety. You know, he's played pretty well in the slot, but I think you probably just want to keep him where he's at his best and then kind of piece together everything else. Um, free safety, Trevor Woods has a pretty big lead, I think. Um you know, it's it's kind of tough. You know, like a Tyron Taylor, we probably should have talked about him with the cornerbacks. Um, but but I think they have him listed as a safety. But he could be another option in the slot, for example. That's where he was really successful last year. And if we call that star position a, a, a safety position, then I guess this does make sense. But, but those would be the three that I look at. You got Trevor Woods at free safety, Isaiah Lewis at strong safety, Tyron Taylor at as your star, whatever they call it this year. Um, from there, you know, you have some interesting names. You know, Jalen Stryker's been around for a while. We haven't seen a lot of out of him. Um, he's been hurt. Um, could, he, could he break through and, and be one of your better defenders? I think so. Um, it's just hard to bet on him at this point. Um, Jeremy Mack, you know, he's the, he's the transfer from... East Mississippi Community College, um, you know, who knows what you have there. You know, a, a lot more experience probably um, than uh, anybody except for Isaiah Lewis. <sighs> yeah, it's probably fair. You know what, because if, if he started 10 games, that's still probably more than Tyron Taylor. Definitely more than Trevor Woods. So yeah, I mean it's it's different because it's not Power Five experience, but I don't think the door is necessarily closed on on him being a part of this defense this season either. Although again, like played one year at community college, that makes you think he's probably going to sit out for a season, but who knows? Um, and it is just like a red shirt. Uh, from there, you know, Dylan Dixon, Xavier Smith, Oki Salvea. There's some good talent there. Um, Oki's dealing with the injury, so who knows what his availability is going to be like. Um, I, I think that there's a path for him to see the field. I think there's a path for Dylan Dixon to see the field too. He's one of your top recruits. Um, but with Oki dealing with the injury, that probably takes him out of the running. Xavier Smith, total wild card. Um, but we've seen true freshmen get run before. Uh, so... Just looking at the secondary overall, you know, your starting unit probably, like I said, Trevor Woods, Isaiah Lewis, Tyron Taylor, with we'll say Kayla Moore and Nigel Bethel, or sorry, with um, Nico Reed and Nigel Bethel. Um, Kalen Moore is probably their first guy off the bench. Um, you know, if you if you lose a safety, your safety's kind of reshuffled, so you play three corners, and, and who knows, they might want to play with those three corners anyway. Um, so I guess there's kind of six with Kalen Moore. And then you get into, you know, is it Torn Pittman, Jeremy Mack, Oki, Josh Wiggins. You know, there's a bunch of options. Jalen Stryker. Um, but it's really tough to say exactly who will be on the field at the end of the year just because we haven't seen much from any of these guys. Um, yeah, so group to pay attention to for sure. I think you have a pretty high ceiling. 
I mean, Nigel Bethel could be a really good corner. He was just asked to do a, to to work a pretty simple job last year, but he made some plays while doing it. You know, Nico Reed, he's really young, has all the traits. Um, Caleb Moore looked good as a young guy. Uh, Trevor Woods, super smart. I think there's a good chance that he's back there picking off a bunch of passes this season. Um, then Isaiah Lewis, who, you know, as you can make the case, he has the lowest ceiling of any of these guys. Um, just because we've seen so much of him, you have a pretty good sense of, of who he is as a player. But, you know, easily comes into this season as your best player in the secondary. Uh, I don't think there's much of a competition there. Uh, but does he leave the season as your best player? I think it's 50-50. I think it's 50-50. So, there we go. There's, uh, there's what that secondary is looking like. And that'll do it for today. Uh, I will be back and we will talk again soon.